Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. Hi, welcome in 11 o'clock hour here. On Issel and Louis here on ESPN 680 1057, <clears throat> taking you up until noon. Bobby V, after that first watch, 3 o'clock, they'll replay a bunch of our sound for you then. Uh, so if you like the show, you can listen to it for a second time uh, between 3 and 6. Um, <laughs> We've been talking a bit of college basketball. And speaking of which, we are your home for the Bellarmine Knights here on 680. They're back in action. On Thursday, they're hosting Kennesaw State at Historic Freedom Hall. Doug Ormay, Mark Bug, pregame 715. Tip-off at 730, a little bit later, on ESPN 680, 1057, and on the app. And we do have a bunch of college basketball play-by-players. We get into that time, that time of year. Tonight, as I mentioned, Marquette Villanova here on 680-1057 at 815. On Thursday, we'll go out west at 10 o'clock. Uh, for, on 93.9 for the Arizona and Oregon game. And then on Saturday, a couple of very fun matchups, Kansas and Iowa State and Duke and North Carolina, the first one at 11.30 on 680 and the second on 93.9. So if you're driving around this week, you will hear a bunch of good basketball here on our station. All right, without further ado, Dan, what time is it? It's time for Baloney or Salami. Don't take my shtick. Hey, Dan, Dan's doing his own thing lately. <laughs> no, he's stealing my stuff. I don't like that. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay, first question, bologna or salami? If and when Tom Brady does decide to leave Fox Sports, Tom Br- he will eventually return to the NFL as a coach. Hmm. No way. That's that's total <clears throat> that's total baloney. I mean, like like I said, there's uh, money is not going to be a problem, and even if the NFL coaches or coordinators are making all that cash, no, no way, no, 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 no way. I agree with Dan, but I think it's because he would hate the quarterback that he worked with because the guy wouldn't be as good as him, and and I and I. I don't know, Dan. Did you have any of this? Like, why when you were coaching? Like, why don't the guys just make shots? Like, you know, like, <laughs> I, I no. And you tease me all the time about it. But the guy I had the biggest problem with was Rafe LaFrance because I saw I saw yeah, him Rafe never LaFrance miss in Iowa, be, right? Yeah, right. yeah I, I saw him yeah. as being another me because he he had the same qualities he could shoot the basketball he could run the floor he was adequate defender and i that i that's why i had such a hard time coaching him is because no it wasn't close all right well, there you go all right uh yeah i'll go baloney as well i just i think i could see him like strangling a young quarterback who couldn't play yep. as well as he did so yep. no, no, we'll go baloney yeah. Okay, next question. Bologna or salami? The Louisville-Georgia Tech game tonight will be a 10-point game. If one of the teams actually decides to show up. <laughs> I do not think it will be a 10-point game. I, I, don't think, I don't think either team is good enough to beat the other one by 10 points. Um, so I, I would expect it to be a fairly close game. If anybody wins by 10, it'll be Louisville. But no, I, I I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody win either team winning by 10 points. So I'll go baloney on that. 
Uh, okay, I keep saying this, and so I have to stick to it. You think you've hit rock bottom. You haven't hit rock bottom yet. Give me the Yellow Jackets by 11 salami. Ooh! Ooh! Are you going to give me 11 points? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it. Cards. Texter, Cards, baby. Texter suggesting, and I think this is our guy, uh, Marcus, who will see at Martini Bistro tomorrow. Um, after Fox, Tom Brady will be the U.S. Senator from Massachusetts. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> no, I, I I, don't think he wants that headache any more than he wants being an NFL coach. <laughs> I'd like to see him back in Mass. I will say that. <laughs> That's Massachusetts for the kids at home. All right, keep going. All right, bologna or salami? If I'm looking at the right question. Super Bowl will be a three-touchdown game. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You mean total or margin? Margin. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Avery, Avery, ask a different question. extra... That's way too extra. That's hey, not even a sports no, question. No, she's too busy decorating her office. She's not <laughs> going to. I couldn't figure you, out how I wanted to work that one. You knew how about, how about, bologna and salami would just stink. a double digit, just a double digit win. How about that? Okay, yeah. Okay. For either team. Yeah. Fine. Okay, Dan. Well, one of the teams won by 10, 10 points. We have actually. It's a recent trend that actually the Super Bowl is interesting because for many years it was not. Right. Yeah. Um, I. You know. This one, I, I don't quite get this one. I don't either. Uh, I, you know, it came out, I think, uh, I think the Eagles were two-point favorites when the line first came out. And, and the people I'm listening to are telling me uh, that's because there are injury question marks about Kansas City. That, you know, you've got Mahomes' ankle, you've got uh, Kelsey's back, you've got the three wide receivers who left the bingo game with injuries. And and as those injury reports become more positive, that that line will move toward Kansas City. Uh, Louie, the, the Philadelphia Eagle team I saw, now I know San Francisco I knew I know they lost their their quarterback and were basically playing without a quarterback. But on that opening drive, when the quarterback situation for San Francisco had not come into play yet, and San Francisco being one of the top defenses in the in the country in the NFL, the Eagles just marched right down the field and scored on the first drive. And so I I don't see this being uh, a one or two point game. I don't see it being double digits, but I think I think the Eagles win, and I think they win handily. I'm surprised it's a two point spread right now. Um, if we're doing the double digit one, I'll go salami. I think one of the teams ends up winning by ten. Hmm. Picking a lot of ten point wins today, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you are ten, 10 and eleven. I also like that you said. Somebody's going to win by 10, but you didn't say which one. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. we got a week and a half still. We'll get there. <laughs> Give away all my stuff. All right, what's the next one? All right. Kentucky will be an eight seed in the NCAA tournament. Okay. Eight seed or better, essentially? Yeah. Okay. Dan? Uh, salami. Okay. I, I, you know, as many holes as this team has, uh, I, I still think that they're a, a single-digit seed, which means probably nine or eight. So I'll, I'll go Salami. I I still have hope that they'll get some of these things ironed out. And they'll, um, you know, we talked about they had to go eight and two, and now they have to go seven and two to be a single-digit seed. I think they do that. Uh, not so much because they're a great team, but because the opposition isn't much uh, here on out. So, yeah, I'll go Salami. They'll be an eight seed. I'll go uh, I'll go Baloney, obviously. Dan and I have a wager. If you are new to the show, uh, Dan thinks Kentucky will be a single-digit seed. I have Kentucky as a double-digit seed or not making the tournament. And um, I think if they go 7-2, and two, they're still a double-digit seed. So, for me, that is Baloney. A Baloney or Salami question coming down on the text line. Do we want to accept a text or Baloney or Salami question? Have to be better than what we've heard so far. <laughs> Bologna or Salami, Tennessee goes further in the NCAA tournament this year than any other SEC team, Dan. Uh, I, that is 
baloney. Because you like Alabama better. Because I like Alabama. Yeah. And by the way, poor Vanderbilt. Had the, <laughs> they caught had the brunt last night, man. <laughs> had the misfortune of playing Alabama at home after they were blown out by yeah. Oklahoma. Is Oklahoma State, I think, yeah. Uh, or was it Oklahoma? Anyways, no, it was Oklahoma. Okay. Um, yeah, poor poor Vanderbilt. <laughs> no, I, I I like I like Alabama better than than Tennessee. So, a uh, good question though, Texter. Uh, could you come up for, with five more for next week? I'll go salami on this one. Uh, I like uh, Tennessee's guard play. I think that they'll um, they'll cause a lot of problems for people in the tournament. So I'll go I'll go uh, salami for Tennessee. Okay, and then the final question. Bologna or salami? Kenny Payne will coach Louisville next season under the condition that the team wins thirty six percent of the season. Okay, so they got to win ten, double digit games. Okay. Yes. All right. What do you think, Dan? Double digit games win. Win double digit games next season. Uh, well, I don't think there'll be any conditions. I, I mean, Kenny will coach this team next year. Uh, he may not, unless he gets a roster put together, he may not coach after that. But he will definitely. That's uh, that, that's wh- uh, which side am I on? So uh, baloney because you don't think baloney. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because uh, he'll definitely coach next year if they, even if they don't win a game the rest of this year. He'll, I'll go baloney as well on the conditions. I'll go salami on the question. Um, uh, the the number for me is ten and fifty nine is the worst coaching record in U of L history, and he is staring at it right in the puss. And tonight would be a good chance to get closer to that ten win mark over two seasons. Um, and that that was that ten and fifty nine was a long time ago, wasn't it? Early forties, yeah. Um, yeah. Literally during World War Two, um, probably not in a basketball stadium, <laughs> probably playing in a ballroom <laughs> or something. So, all right, is that it, Avery? Yes. All right, there we go. Do, 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 do. Right. You know, slime actually, slime. Avery, for somebody who didn't care anything about it, it wasn't bad. <laughs> you see, I put, I typically put it together in the morning, and Tom Brady ruined my day, so my whole day's been thrown. Ah, uh, okay. We'll we'll blame that on Tom too. Yes, yes, we will. Okay. All we right. can put all the blame on him this Fair time. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Other times, not so much. Only if I decide we can. Okay. We talked to UK's win last night and South Dakota landmarks in the first part of the show, which you can go find at the podcast center, both on the and uh, and the latter was certainly the more interesting of the two <laughs> subjects. <laughs> Dan and I deep in CC minus for uh, the Kentucky performance against Ole Miss last night. A couple of standouts, of course, Antonio Reeves and um, and Jacob Toppin. Excuse me. And so, going forward here, Dan, you know, and this is where you and I, I think, agree the most is that this isn't a big picture, you know figure out how to get the team, you know, figure out the tweaks so they get to the Final Four. This is a game-by-game season now. And uh, they get Florida on Saturday. You'll be there, of course, for the, the Mike Pratt uh, Memorial. Is this just another must-don't-lose, or is this like, let's start getting some 10-point wins at home for these matches? No, we, I mean, if that makes a difference, then we've got to start running up the score on some people, evidently, if it makes a difference in... In, in the rankings, um, I I I I don't know. Florida isn't any good, but you know it 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 still could be a single digit game for for sure. That's um, well, just how UK plays. Yeah, That's yeah. Just how they play. uh, you know, I but uh, some things worry me, Louis. It, 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 in if if Cal's comment about uh, uh, about Oscar playing. Playing the pick and roll much better, which is a direct <laughs> quote. I mean, I hope he's doing that to kind of lift Oscar's spirits. Sure. I mean, I hope he doesn't believe that, and I hope that they continue to work on that situation. And another thing that have you noticed that Oscar's double doubles uh, are, are going are, are going less and less. Yep. Uh, and and here's the other thing that bothers me. He get last night. He gets double teamed on b- before he, he on the catch. It, it's not you know. There's some double teams come uh, after you make your first move. Some double teams come you know later in the possession. This double team 
came on the catch. And, and sometimes it came when the ball was still in the air going to Oscar. If that situation presents itself, Oscar has to be able to kick it out to open shooters, right? Sure. Because, it, you know, somebody's got to be open. He doesn't have the vision to do that. And maybe, to be fair, maybe he doesn't have the shooters to do that. But after getting double teamed the entire game last night, you know how many assists he had? If we have two as many night. as many as you and I had. He looked long. And that, he looked, and that's he, he, that's a bad situation. He looked bad when they doubled him. He he just he, he he does that thing where he holds the ball about right at his forehead, and he just stands there and he kind of looks around like he's going to figure it out, and he doesn't. <laughs> I, yeah, I, man, oh man. The other part of this too is if we're talking about them being either on the bubble or trying to get into the to the single digit seed thing they're going to have to move up in the conference in the standings now they're not going to catch Alabama or Tennessee but they are 6 and 3 Texas A&M is 7 and 2 and Auburn is 6 and 2 now Auburn has a ridiculous schedule coming up they play Georgia but then they go to Tennessee they go to Texas A&M and then they host Alabama that's about as hard as it gets in this conference in those yeah, three absolutely absolutely <laughs> and so this is where you know you, you have to beat an Ole Miss you have to beat a Florida to try to climb up because I don't think you want to be playing day one in the SEC tournament if you don't have to because you're going to play a team even if you win because of where they're ranked it hurts your it hurts your seed line yeah and so and, and, at this point, the they really thing, need to be looking at the I, – I, it's a weird thing to say about Kentucky basketball, but they need to be watching the standings and start winning some of these games. Yeah, no question. And and you you know uh, how how Cal feels about the tournament. I mean, he does – you know, that that's not important to him, but I think it's going to be important it is this, this year. year. Yep. I, I think they're going to have to win a couple of games. You ready for Auburn's closing schedule? Yeah, lay it on me. At Kentucky, at Alabama, against Tennessee. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Now, now, two ways to look at that. Wow, that's brutal. Or that's a lot of great opportunities to get some really good wins on your schedule. So I'm, I'm sure they're looking at it both ways. But, I mean, again, with that stretch coming up where they go to Tennessee and they host Alabama, and then they have they have both of those teams on their schedule twice still. That's an opportunity. That's a team that, that Kentucky can move past and get into fourth place. And get that by on the first day of the SEC tournament, right? Yeah, is that what is that what you have to be the top four? Yes, to get a by the yep. first. And so that I started looking at that because you know we're, we're at the point where you know it, the net loves Kentucky for some reason, loves them. I mean, and because I, I pointed this out on Sunday when I was uh, doing um, <clears throat> doing some stuff with uh, with WHAS that fifty nine teams. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're moonlighting another job? You know about that one. You just told me you went on WHAS to promote the show, and I wasn't sure if you were talking about your podcast or this one. Oh, this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so uh, <laughs> 59 teams in, in NCAA right now have more quad one wins than Kentucky does. So I know that you know we don't you don't love metric talk, but that's, that's where they are. And so what I'm saying is you don't need another quad four game on your schedule get into that second game so that you're playing a quad two team or something like that so that even if you know if you do play it it doesn't count against you essentially yeah so um you know we're we're just at that point with kentucky that they're on the edge enough that those things matter and so the good thing is auburn's probably going to lose some of these games they can move up in the standings but kentucky's margin for error there is is very very thin because they lost to south carolina yes no no it is it is very slim they can't they have to go they have to go seven and two uh, the rest of the way to have uh, and and win a couple of games in the tournament. I think it, it's you know it, we 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 keep hearing it's a marathon. It's not a marathon anymore. No, it's right. it, it's a sprint right now, and you have to sprint through these teams like Florida on Saturday night that you're supposed to beat, or you could be you could be in Dayton, or you could be on the outside looking in. And they got to be careful because A&M has a very favorable schedule. They play Tennessee and Alabama, but both of those games are at home, and they get Auburn at home. Their road games are against the lessers. They're at LSU, at Missouri, at Mississippi State, and at Ole Miss. So Texas A&M, which is a solid team, and we saw that when they um, 
you know, when they went to Kentucky, you know, they've already beaten LSU. They've already beaten Missouri by 22 points or by 18, excuse me, by 18 points. They beat, they won at Florida already, right? They beat Auburn at Auburn by 16 points. And so this is where, this is where, you know, if you are Kentucky, like you mentioned, you got to beat Florida, you got to win these games where it is a, you know, it's, you know, especially when you're, you're at home, you're playing a team that, you know, probably either has similar or lesser, you know, talent than you do. And so we're just at that point. And that South Carolina loss looks worse and worse and worse the, the, the further we get along. Yeah, they can't beat anybody. No, it, it looks really they, bad. They got one win. One win. Yeah. That's, it's, that's as bad as Georgia Tech. It's as bad as Georgia Tech. Hey, um, a quick question. You're, you're so good at looking up stuff. Okay. Where did, Dane, where did Dane Bradshaw, did he play in the SEC? Dane Bradshaw? Okay. Yeah, he was the color. He was a color analyst last night. Oh, he played. He played at Tennessee. I thought he was good last he, night. He's excellent. Oh, okay. Give Give me that group. <laughs> give me Tom Hart and Dane Bradshaw. You know any what, day. You know over a, those a, other two clowns. A crew is good when the game isn't interesting, but they make it feel like it's interesting. Yeah, they did yeah. a good job last night. No, he um, he he's he's on the rise. I I, I oh, can okay. see that he stays out of the way of the broadcast. He plays off his play by play guy, and he actually says stuff that you know analyzes what's going on on the floor. Not that he you know called Cal after the loss at Saturday against Kansas, um, but I did hear. That Tom Hart and we've had Tom, uh, Tom and and Mike were were pretty good, uh, pretty good friends. Sure, uh, you know they'd both been in the SEC forever, and we we've had Tom on on the show before, and he did mention last night that he'll be doing the Florida game uh, on on Saturday. Um, okay. So at least half at least half of the broadcasting team will be you'll be able to listen. Well, to then him. I think you should probably text Tom and ask him to come on the show on Friday. I don't have his number. Oh, okay. Never mind. Don't text I, Tom Hart. You don't have his number. Uh, I'll get it. <laughs> I'll get it. I, I I know people who know people. I got. It. But yeah, that'd be good to have him yeah, on. Tom, be great because 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 he's doing the game and because of his. Uh, he's going to have done a lot more homework on on Florida than we have, for example. Yes, right. Yeah. So yeah. And he'll yeah. he'll he'll have the temperature of the room because he'll have been he'll probably get to Lexington on Thursday and you know sort of start you know milling around and meeting people and so we can have Ben that's on thursday good, and then tom on friday be good that's that's a great idea i'll uh, i'll get him on on friday there you go all right look at dan booking guests avery something you never do how about that i mean i do a million <laughs> other things yeah, that's what it is yeah <laughs> i do all there is the sound things. on the sound sheet you want to go to some sound dan uh sure <laughs> All right, so we have some I kind of got an idea. I've not heard these. Uh, I kind of got an idea what they're going to sound like, so you yeah. pick one. You have touched on quite a bit of what's been said throughout these clips. I will say that. Right. So you did a great job. I think the biggest thing well, yesterday— thank you, Avery. I think You're the, welcome. Don't stop, stop being nice to each other. I, um, I think the biggest thing that came out of last night was that Casey Walls didn't play. I texted Dan about 20 minutes before the game when I had gotten, yeah. gotten a note that he wasn't going to play. Um, go ahead. Let's play the, uh, the fourth uh, sound here on Casey Walls. He had a contusion. So there's nothing structurally. It's a bang knees. He was good at practice yesterday. And when we went to the shoot-around, he kind of stepped funny. And well, I, I told him, just stay out, man. You know, don't. You know, it's no, he can't hurt himself, but, you know, you don't need to be playing guys that are 80%. You just don't, or 90%. Uh, let me translate that for the listening audience. That is Cal saying Ole Miss stinks, and so he didn't need <laughs> Case Wallace last night. All right. Bingo. I'm glad. Bingo. Uh, I hope, right on the money there, Lewis. I hope he's, he's, I hope he's right, because if Case doesn't play on Saturday, that's not, that could be a problem. They're going to he'll, need him on he'll, Saturday. He'll play. I, I agree that he's going to play on Saturday. Play I, agree. Saturday. I, agree. I guarantee he'll play Saturday, and he, and he would have played last night at eighty or ninety percent if, it as Ole you Miss. said, yeah, they were playing a decent team. All right. So uh, here's <laughs> what's number Cal two? Sound, yeah, that's what I just asked for. On if he's two? at the quote landing the plane phase yet? Go ahead and play it. It's way early. What we're trying to do is, all right, one game, who's next? 
Let's win the next game. That's all I'm worried about. Um, you probably know I was talking about Texas A&M. I talked about Vanderbilt because that's who I thought we were playing, and we were playing Texas A&M. I don't even know the next game. I'm, like, staying focused right where I am. And, and my thing is these kids. I'm not – I got to <laughs> – this thing – all the, the stuff that other players never had to deal with. It's 100 times at Kentucky. I'm just trying to make sure they know I believe in them. I'm here for them. We got leadership within and that this is going to play out. And I told them, you're going to break through. And they have. This game, you know, it was one that we could have easily lost because Mississippi was ready to play. That was 51 seconds of nothing. Yeah, and except, I mean, the players know that. Right. I mean, the players know that Cal's all for them 100%. Uh, uh, the, the one thing, he keeps saying it's early. It's, it's not early, Cal. you got to win these games. you got to start doing stuff differently. You've got to start as, somehow, and I, told, I talked yesterday, maybe it's going to a zone. I know you don't want to play a zone, but you got a center who cannot defend the pick and roll. I don't. I don't care what you say. I don't care what happens. He cannot defend the pick and roll, and everybody in the universe knows it. So you've got. There are things that you have to clean up today. It's not early anymore. It isn't. Yeah, I, I think the the only thing he said that I definitely agree with is that it does. They have to be completely game to game at this point. There is no big picture working on things, trying to figure out lineups. It's not that at all. It is literally just get each win that you can, and you know they they cannot afford a slip up. And and you know we talked about we've talked about the schedule a lot, Dan, going eight and two, seven to two, whatever that looks like. But um, I, I I don't know, man. Something you said earlier this year that you really harped on was how soft this team is. And when Cal talks about that, that's that speaks to a soft team. Mm. Yep. It speaks to a soft team. Yep. So. No, you're right. That Cal clip sounded this is a texture. I'm sorry, I should mention that. Four three seven nine six eighty EPS job sex line. That Cal clip sounded like he got his notes from Kenny Payne. I look, people, <laughs> you have to know who Kenny learned everything from. Exactly. They, they sound exactly the same. Yes. Exactly. Uh, just he's just a Mississippi version. <laughs> That's a, well, guys from Pennsylvania, one guys from Mississippi, and they just sound like that regional version of that. So, oh man. Hey, uh, it is National Signing Day, and Jaden Rashada. Do you remember that name, Dan? No. He was the player who was promised thirteen million dollars to go to Florida. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He. It, I thought I thought you were going Kentucky or Louisville. No, yeah. you're okay. He's yeah. the number 31 player in the ESPN 300. Would you want him to commit to Kentucky? Uh, no. No, because uh, he has offers from he has offers from Ole Miss, Texas A&M, LSU, Florida, Miami, Auburn. Um, your boy, I guarantee you, Alabama. Prime. I, I guarantee you Alabama isn't on that list. They are not on this list. Tennessee yeah. is. Well, here's do you want a kid? And uh, we didn't talk about it, but a, a few days ago, Nick Saban said he turned down a couple of, play, of players. One was one was, I believe, a starter on his on his this year's team, hmm. and another one was a recruit because they said they needed a half million dollars to come to Alabama, and um, so would would you want to recruit a kid? who uh, picked Florida. Florida was his, that was his dream school. And then when he found out he wasn't getting $13 million, he said, I want out of here. I, 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 don't, I don't think I'd want a kid whose first priority is, how much can you pay me before I ever take a snap at your school? You and Kenny Payne, buddy. Now, I know, no, no, I don't have a problem with NIL. I, not at all. And I'm happy that these kids are getting it. But, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, the, the NFL had to step in and limit rookie contracts. The NBA had to step in and limit rookie contracts because guys were coming into these leagues having, having never played a down or never played a play and were the highest paid guys in the league. 
that's not right. You come in here and prove it to me. You come in here and be my starting quarterback, and I'll find you all the NIL money you want. But if your top priority before you've ever taken a college snap is to see where you can get the most money, no, I'm, I'm not interested in you. Do you, do you apply that to pro sports? Do you think like a Bradley Beal who got a, a huge contract in D.C. but knows that you know the, the Wizards aren't going to be very good is, is motivated the wrong way? Well, I, I would say this. First of all, you have to know that not only is there a salary cap, there's a salary floor. So the Wizards have to spend their money on somebody and, you know, I don't know Bradley Beal. I don't know if he's comfortable in Washington, but I, I'm sure he got a whole lot more money to stay in Washington no question. than he would have demanded on the open market. So, no, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. All right. Well, I think you have a double standard then. All right. Well, this is Isla and Louie. Um, we will Wait a second. Wait a second. I, that's not a double standard. Bradley Beal is one of the better backcourt guys in the league. Why couldn't Jaden Rashada be? He's a, the 37th ranked prospect. He, never, he, hasn't, he hasn't taken a snap in college football. Who cares? Well, if you don't care, at least don't say I have a double standard. It's, it's absolutely a double standard for a kid to try to maximize what he's going to make in college and Bradley Beal to do the same in, in the NBA. Of course it's the same thing. Bradley Beal is, has been an all-star. You don't know if this kid can throw the ball 10 yards down the field yet. Dan, if, if the second day that you and I had been doing this show, we got offered a million dollars each to go to a different station, would you have gone? 100%. Okay. okay. All right. I mean, you, okay. Have, you have become like a brother to me, but $1 million is $1 million. So, yeah. See you, Louie. Dan just called me. But, Dan Issel but, just called me a brother. What's up, Avery? But wait How about a second. That? How about yeah. wait a second? But he would take a million dollars over his over own me. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> but would I have been offered a million dollars because somebody thought I might be good at radio, or because they liked what they've heard on the radio? I think they would apply your NBA career and stats at Kentucky toward something different which is radio we're talking about a kids at louis your net rankings now your net rankings you're 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 making the statistics fit your argument dodo bird talk next Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. And welcome back to the last segment on this Wednesday. This is Issel, and he ain't heavy. He's my brother, Louie. <laughs> and this hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a vision or uh, dental plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. Louie, before we get to the dodo bird, um, a a little housekeeping. I got a text from Lloyd Gardner, and Lloyd reminded me that uh, the uh, Native American uh, monument that uh, is oh, in South Dakota, yeah, to, yeah, uh, is for Crazy Horse. Oh, okay. Crazy Horse. Yeah. So, so thanks for uh, is that wounded me? For... Am I getting? Am I mixing those up? No, okay. no, Crazy Horse. Uh, that was Custer, right? Custer, okay, Custer, Custer, Custer last stand okay, got it. at Wounded Knee, I believe so. Well, at Wounded yeah. Knee, okay, yeah, okay. So I'm not mixing. Yeah, that. okay, yeah, no, w- Wounded Knee was the uh, was the name of the battlefield, right. I think. Yeah, so totally different place but a texter brings up a good point on the ups jobs text line four three seven nine six eighty now that marijuana is legal in kentucky starting today with a doctor's note can dan bring us some goodies from colorado that's a fair question mm. 
Well, I'm I'm a little tight. I could swing downtown on the way to the airport, but I'm a little tight on time, so I I don't think I'll be able to do that. So it's time, not supply. Right. Right. Exactly. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Because yeah. I still I haven't packed yet, and Scott's picking us up in an hour and a half to go to the airport. So. That's such a man thing. That is such a man thing. Avery like made a face. That's such a man thing. Oh it no, is. Sherry. Sherry was packed day before yesterday. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. And I haven't. I haven't packed yet. <laughs> the latest I will pack is night before, and then the final last couple things right before I walk out the door. Hmm. And that's typically phone charger and anything else that I need to grab. So your yeah. son drives you to the airport. Yeah, I looked up. That's nice. I, I looked up a uh, a ride to the airport. Ooh, let me guess. Hang on, hang on. Because I, I, I know at least your neighborhood. And then I can kind of figure out Denver Airport. I want to see how long, how far you live from the Denver Airport. Because that thing's out in the middle. Of, is it still out in the middle of nowhere? Or is like the city expanded well, out to no, it? Well, the, no. The city's growing to it. But it's still, yeah, a long way out there. Okay. Let me see if I can get. So there's that. The airport is east, and you live northwest of the city. No, southwest, southeast. Or so, oh, you're southeast. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, there. The airport is northwest. No, there, I'm I'm southwest. Southwest. The airport is northeast. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I thought you were west. Yeah. All right. So let's do um, little directions. And because of my size, I had to ask for uh, an S, an, uh, a large yeah, like SUV, an, like an XL. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was shocked. All right, so no, Custard was at Little Bighorn. Wounded Knee was much later. That was in the Dakotas. We're getting killed on the crush. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy Horse uh, Monument is beautiful at night. They have a laser show, apparently. Uh, man, we're getting killed. Sorry, that's me. No, not me. Not we, me. Yeah. Um, Keanu Reeves coming down on the text line. That might be for the other people across the street. <laughs> um, all right. So it is a, about a 39 minute drive from your place to the airport. It looks like with traffic. Um, I'm going to go It was $74 round trip. Oh, round trip. They, Hang on. They take us out there and they bring us back. Oh, so you're hiring a service. This isn't like Uber or something. No, no, no. This is a car service. Uh, $275. You're exactly right. No, that's one way. Oh, it was five. It was five hundred bucks all in, God. all in tip tolls because the best way to go from here you have to go a, a tollway east of Aurora. It was five hundred bucks. So you know, uh, yeah, I had when I saw that number, I had to give Scott. Hey Scott, how are you, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing on Wednesday? That's right, right. <laughs> Remember when I used to change your dirty diaper? You never changed a diaper. Oh, yes, I did. Boy, I don't know if I believe you. I don't know if I believe you. Oh, wait a second. I'll get prime down here. Not only did I change our kids' diapers, I have changed our grandkids' diapers. Do you believe any of this, Avery? I could see the grandkids. Just I agree. Because, agree. Like, he was done with the NBA yes. and basketball by then. Yes. Sherry! <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think Sherry needs to come on. Sherry, I agree. Come here. I totally agree. Kids, not so much. I, I changed. Uh, I changed at least one. I did the math. I changed at least one diaper every day I was in Louisville for ten straight years. Look at you. Because we had so many freaking kids. Yeah, and then someone was in diapers all the time. It was at least ten years. Ugh. Yeah, I, that I don't miss, and it's weird. There are things that you get used to. As a parent, I never got used to that. For some reason, it, it's, it bothered me ten years in. Yeah, Every day, I'm, Sherry wants to know if I'm all right. Hold on, come here, honey. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> what? I, I want. You, I need you to bear. Come on the air for me. Come on the air. For these get her on these the air. idiots. <laughs> here, I'm giving her my headset, so she's awesome. She's on. All right, this really? is. This is Isla. This is Isla and Louie. <laughs> Sherry and Louie taking you up until noon here on ESPN 680-1057. How many diapers do you think Dan has changed in his life? A lot. Wow. Okay. I would have lost yeah, this bet he, badly. He was a big helper. Okay. When he was home. Right. Yeah. he wasn't home very often, yeah. but huh. when he was home. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, okay. Does he... Do, there's a text about, about adult diapers. We're not doing that, are we? Oh, gosh, no. Okay. All right. Are okay. you kidding? All right. Okay. That'll be... We're going to have to put ourselves to sleep if that ever Got happens. Got it. All right. Well, she sure is. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Here's Dan. 
I told you. I, I told and I told I told Sherry. You know the the adult diapers came up on the text line. Of course, you know. I mean, I told you. <laughs> she, she did. What 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 did you ask her when you when she said she'd have to put herself to sleep uh, about adult diapers? Yeah, yeah. No, see, she doesn't have the deal with Ben that I have. <laughs> she doesn't know about. It. Dad falls asleep, and then there's just a pillow over that face. <laughs> she, she, doesn't, she doesn't know that that deal. So, oh man. I, by the way, people love you yelling for Sherry off the mic. Like that apparently is just. As, it sounded as good to them as it did to me. I thought it was great radio. Yeah, so. it's well, great. I, it I mean, great. the last time he yelled for her, she was printing things out. <laughs> That was really good, too. <laughs> well, I, I mean, she is she's two floors above me. I can't I can't carry all this rigmarole up there to her. So she has to come down here. There you go. It's King Charles III's birthday. Are you going to celebrate his birthday? No, I'm just kidding. It's not his birthday. That's an old article. The dodo bird thing is terrifying to me, Dan. Two things terrify me in science right now. OK. Have you seen these videos of these robots that can like walk around and jump and they're like perfectly in sync with each other and like like they're building armies of these things mm. that terrifies me i think it's like the boston by boston dynamics is that the name of that? boston scientific i can't remember this idea that we're just going to resurrect animals that no longer exist terrifies the bleep out of me me too i, I, don't, I, I don't i do like not need it. this happening anywhere and so you know a, a lot was made you know that it came out at least, and and I don't want to get into the politics of it, but you know that they're doing these like they're t- they have these labs where they take diseases and they make them more powerful. Like I don't want that happening either. <laughs> and then this idea that we're going to make remake animals, like I don't need woolly mammoths like walking around Louisville. Like I don't need it. Avery does, but I don't need it. Hey, they're they're furry elephants. <laughs> but I will say. These people I don't need have a bu- never seen Jurassic Park or lived through the craziness that was 2020 with them resurrecting ferrets and all that jazz when they died at the end of the year. I I, I have a real problem with all of this. I have I have you. a problem with science messing with Mother Nature. That's like you know the the big thing a few years back was they were cloning sheep. You know <laughs> I'm uncomfortable sheep, with that too. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, sheep sheep can multiply all by themselves. Believe me, you don't need to start cloning sheep because the next step is cloning me and you. And so I, I have a real hard problem, a real big problem with all of this stuff. Someone just took me to task on the text line, and they're totally right. That was my opportunity to ask Sherry if she knew the tarmac story. <laughs> oh, that that would have been good. I, I dropped, would she knows, love to hear that. No, no, she doesn't. Dan. Dan, she, she knows it. She knows, she knows that you got kissed by a random girl and not by your girlfriend. Well, I didn't. I didn't feel that fact. I didn't feel that fact needed to be added. Oh to my the story. god, Dan! I love, I love it. Oh man, <laughs> Texter's totally right. Thank you for calling me out. You are totally right. Damn it! Ah, oh, missed that, man. Man, <laughs> hate scientists coming down on the text line. Go cure cancer instead of making damn dodo birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> right on, right on. That's the best text we've ever gotten. Right on. They did live in a place I would like to visit, Mauritius, which is off the southeastern coast of Africa in the Indian Ocean. It looks. Amazing. Was that the only place that dodo birds existed? They were, yes, they were endemic, uh, as they would say, to Mauritius. Yeah, so there you go. I just don't know why we need that. <laughs> I'm very, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it feels like you're playing with, that's just trouble. Yeah. No, that's just I trouble. I'm not into it. Yeah. I didn't like that story. Because eventually this, this leads to, wouldn't we want to make, remake, like, so, you know, we're homo sapiens now, but like, wouldn't you want to figure out what like homo erectus was like and make that guy? Like, that's terrifying. I don't need other kinds of people walking around. I don't that, need it. That would be interesting to walk around with cavemen. Yeah, I don't need it. Not or, or like, how do we treat them? Yeah. How how do they live? Do they live in zoos? I, Even though they're hominids, like, what do we like? No, no, no. I, I, I don't need any of these questions. I've so long. <laughs> I don't need. I don't. I just because don't there was it. like no medicine at that time. There was medicine. Well, like today, it's called, medicine. It's called dirt. 
Rub some yeah. dirt in it, right, Dan? Yeah, like today medicine. Damn right. So today I, medicine. Uh, today uh, medicine. That's a great term, today medicine. I like that. Oh, man. That's my brain for you. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, if you are unaware and you wanted to uh, come and meet uh, meet me or, uh, you know, make uncomfortable glances at Dan tomorrow, you can join us at Martini Italian Bistro out in the East End. We were going to be there from um, uh, they open at 11. So you can come join us at 11 for lunch. Um, you can uh, you can ask Louis Dampier about his mustache. It'll be a whole thing. You, you know, I was going to uh, Louis. Uh, it, there's um, tomorrow is Groundhog Day. Yes. And there's only one thing in this country that is that is seen less often than Puxatani Phil, and that's Louis Dampier. And so he's he's gonna he's gonna meet us for lunch after the show there tomorrow. All right, here it is, and I'm I'm really these textures. You're scaring me, texture. I read a couple of articles yesterday. Woolly mammoths are going to be placed in the Arctic. The thylacine, or the Tasmanian tiger, was hunted to extinction, they think. So bringing them back is rectifying human mistakes. I, okay, the Tanzanian tiger, Tasmanian tiger, excuse me, is a different case than a woolly mammoth. We don't need woolly mammoths. I'm sorry, we don't. I don't need those things walking around. Plus, t- oh. if you're going to put them in the Arctic, uh, you know, th- that it's melting. And so they'll just become extinct all over again. So, you know, why do that? Now, there's cloning talk on the text line. I can't. Oof. All right. This is all my fault. I admit it. But um, I, no, I don't, I don't need dodo birds. I just I don't want it. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, so will there be somebody there since they don't open till 11? Will there be somebody there at 10 to let us in? Uh, you know, the, the, uh, the owner out there and, the, and, and our guy Marcus will be out there. So, no, we'll be good to go. Um, I'm actually yeah. getting there at 9 o'clock. Uh, just to get everything set up, and then uh, you'll roll in at like nine fifty-five, and we'll be good to go. No, 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 I know. no, no, no. I'll, I know. I'll be there. I'll be there. I make that uh, assuming, joke, Avery. Assuming what time I get to Louisville tonight—that yeah. that's my biggest concern right now. I uh, I make that joke, but for Breeders' Cup, when Dan uh, hosted with us, uh, Dan beat us to the tent on Saturday, Breeders' Cup Saturday. How about that? Look at Dan. Do you know why? Because Dan has a hotel room in Keeneland. It's the only hotel room they have. <laughs> the Dan Essel Suite. Hey, that's that's the Adolf Rupp rule. If you're not if you're not 15 minutes oh, early, it. you're late. And uh, I've I've always uh, I come by it naturally. My mother and father, when they went to church some mornings, they got to church before the custodian did to unlock the doors. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be sitting in the parking lot waiting waiting for the doors to open. So I come by it naturally. 600,000 woolly mammoths? No, no, no. Furry elephants! You're... Stop confirming that you're a bad person. I, I don't need this. this I'm uh... just crazy. There's a difference. <laughs> I feel like we need to have a wager on this game tonight, Dan. I uh, name it. I'm 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 very confident. You are very. Our, con- that's why. The, that's why our, we need to have it because you are. The super cards confident. get their first ACC win tonight this year. What do you want? What do you want? To, are you staying for lunch tomorrow? Yes. Okay, I'll buy you uh, lunch and the cocktail of your choice. Well, we're we're we're, we're eating. Tomorrow's not a good day for the bet. Um, is is this another scholarship deal? It's scholarship deal tomorrow. All right. Yeah. How about that? Um, All I, right. I got, let I, me let me invite a few more of my friends. <laughs> not like that. Not like that. Uh, the, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just. Uh, I mean, you know, pretty easy. You just want to do fifty bucks on a nice game. You got it. All right. Done. Great. Okay. You got it. Cool. Fifty bucks. There you go. Fifty bucks. Go cards. <laughs> do I get the eleven points? You do not. Okay. And I'm not giving you the two either. <laughs> Louisville's very good at losing by one this season. So, uh, yeah. Straight, yeah, that, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? I'm not, I'm not giving you the two either. Yeah. Oh, man. Go Cards. Oh, God. Pack, pack that place tonight, Cardinal fans. You'll see, you'll see Kenny's first ACC win. Dan, I saw someone on Twitter asking if, if someone had tickets that they could buy for the Georgia Tech game. And all I could think was... 
do you not listen to Isla and Louie and the get in price and how to go to these games? <laughs> you don't have to do that to yourself, man. Or sir. It's $8 yeah, right I, now. You do yeah, not have I, to ask someone for their tickets. Just it's gone I, down. It's 8 bucks. It's 8 bucks. Wow, I don't think I've seen a cheaper ticket for them this season. No? Not not at home. It was 2 bucks at uh, BC. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. It's, um, I'm, I'm guessing the scalpers aren't having a good year this year with <laughs> basketball. Texter pointing out the gambling's illegal in Kentucky. What are we doing? <laughs> this is a, a friendly, gentlemanly wager. Speaking of friendly, yeah. gentlemanly wagers, we are your home for Super Bowl Fifty Seven uh, in Louisville. Uh, we will have Westwood One's coverage of Super Bowl Fifty Seven Sunday, February twelfth. Chiefs Eagles pregame at two, kickoff at six thirty. I, I tell people all the time uh, to use your smart speaker on those football days. This is a great opportunity if you're hosting a uh, Super Bowl party or something like that. Just throw it on your smart speaker and forget it. Just leave it on. Uh, you know, people milling around your house in the kitchen, whatever. Uh, have that coverage here. And all of our big game coverage on ESPN Louisville presented by Liquor Barn and Isaacs and IsaacsWeWin.com. There you go. All right, buddy. Well, Louie. If the airlines are on time, well, uh, and, and it's not too icy, what's what's the weather like? Is it icy in Louisville? It's it's a solid, balmy twenty three degrees right now. There you go, there you go. Well, good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I will see you tomorrow at Martinis, and uh, all of you come out and say hello. It'll be a uh, a fun morning and early afternoon. Uh, this has been Isel and Louie on ESPN 680 105.7. If you can't make it out tune in again tomorrow ben roberts jay davis and uh, all of the hilarity that goes on <laughs> thanks for listening no mammoths have a great day metro college is a program that helps students pay for tuition and i didn't believe it you have to work third shift five days a week It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.